Hey everybody, when you hear that music from the tattling town of Chicago, you know it's time for On the Lighter Side of Baseball with Jamie Retzke coming to you on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and SoundCloud, not to mention my Facebook and my soon-to-be-released webpage, On the Lighter Side. We have had a great spring training leading up to opening day, which is in a couple days. I will be at Wrigley Field at Clark and Addison behind the Cub dugout in seats that I've never sat in before, seats that I'll never sit in again. Uh, this random selection of seats is bizarre, bizarre row. And, uh, you know, the Cub tickets, man, they're having trouble getting rid of their 20,000, but the White Sox, you can't find a ticket. You can't even find a ticket on StubHub. The White Sox are so good. They're smoking good. And it just goes to show what a team uh, backed by an owner that wants to win compared to a team backed by an owner that doesn't care. You know, it's, well, we won a World Series. We got Baez. We got Rizzo. We got Brian Contreras. And they've only gotten us one World Series. So, heck with them. Let them go to free agency. We don't care. There'll be somebody else's problem. I don't get it. Sell the team. Poor Ameritrade. I mean, I can understand where they're having some financial problems. The market's at an all-time high, and they are a company that uh, brokers trades. Wow. Yeah, figure. Anyway, this is not going to be a negative day. This is going to be a positive day, and we are going to have Craig Kishan on, the voice of the Milwaukee Bucks and the Milwaukee Brewers, and we're going to highlight a little bit of the uh, podcast we did with Bob Kendrick. And uh, that was exciting. Man, oh man, he is so knowledgeable about the Negro Leagues, and he is so passionate. And he announced, I didn't know, that the, in, the uh, Kansas City Monarchs are now going to be a team in the Independent League, formerly known as the Kansas City T-Bones. So the T-Bones are going to be now the Monarchs, new ownership, and I'm telling you what, I think that's going to be rocking out there. I'm going to a couple of those games. That is going to be a fun time. And I plan to get together with uh, Bob. And I want to do a podcast uh, when this pandemic is over from the Negro League Baseball Museum. That, that'll be fun. So we have Craig coming on this afternoon to do our predictions for 2021. We'll see how many different awards he can give to Milwaukee Brewers and predictions of where the Brewers will finish. I predict, he'll predict, that they finished one. I predict that I won't predict the Cubs will finish one. We're going to look at MVP candidates. We're going to look at Cy Young candidates. We're going to look a little bit at the uh, Rookie of the Year candidates. And then we're going to pick all six divisions. Uh, and we'll start somewhere and end somewhere. And it will be a good time because Craig, as the co-host, the wannabe co-host, great co-host, is excited and he's been doing his homework and he is going to come up with a well-thought-out, methodical plan of who and why these pennants are going to be decided the way they're going to be decided. And there is nobody better at prognosticating than on the lighter side of baseball. It is guaranteed to finish the way we predict. So for you betters out there, right, think about it. Think about it. Lay some money on. Uh, one, one tease, I'm going to pick the Royals to win the pennant in the uh, National League. Uh, or the <laughs> they, got, they got switched over to the National League. Nobody knew that. But, boy, things happened during the pandemic. No, I think they're going to win the American League Central. Now that's not the pennant, but that's okay. 
That'll be exciting. Uh, next Monday, we're going to have Bob Dernier. Uh, we've had Bob on, Bobby Dernier. Uh, you know, Bobby Dernier sounds a lot better than Bob. Bobby Dernier. Center fielder for Chicago Cubs, Philadelphia Phillies, World Series, playoffs, gold glove winner for the Chicago Cubs in center field, the only time that's happened. And uh, then we're going to uh, go on the road. We're going to go to Baxter Springs and see the opening day of the Baxter Springs Little League. And we hope to be joined by not only Wayne Metcalf, the king of the road down there, but by Gene Fruth and by Jeff Idelson. So they've been on our podcast before. Uh, Gene has this beautiful book, Grassroots Baseball, Where Legends Begin. Got her to autograph it. It's exciting. Might take the book and get Jeff to autograph it. Never know. But it's a beautiful book if you guys are looking for anything for Easter. So, besides Fannie Mae Candy, not a sponsor. At any rate, so we've got that all set up for you, and uh, that's going to be exciting. And in the meantime, we're going to sit back and uh, get Craig on the phone and see what he is up to in addition uh, to the uh, predictions. So... We will uh, take a short break, play some good music, and we will get back to you in just a few minutes on The Lighter Side of Baseball. side of baseball and as promised we have the golden voice of the milwaukee brewers and the milwaukee bucks none other than greg Kashat, our co-host not only is our co-host he wanted to be the co-host he he even advertised himself as a co-host so how do you feel as a i don't feel like i ever said that <laughs> oh maybe i misconstrued what you said i i thought you were talking about co-hosting, and and I was thought you were tired as a lawyer. <laughs> I was true anymore. Thank goodness! Oh my goodness! Best thing I ever did. Best thing I ever did. But be that as it may, welcome to the three days before opening day. Fired up week, man. Here we go. Thursday, Thursday. Let me let me touch on a couple things. Number one, what do you want to say? My wife uh, every now and then goes as far away as she can from these podcasts. But her critique is similar all the time. She goes, you know, let the other guy talk occasionally. So what do you want to say? <laughs> I'd like to say hi, Kay. And thanks hey. for sticking up for us. She's not within hearing distance. But anyway, back to what I was talking about. Mighty man for the wonder dog. No, these guys just can't get anything right except cashing checks from Fox who can't get anything right by putting Buck on the air. But let me just say, I don't want to be negative this year. So out of the well, box. That's how we start out. Come on. Why in the world out of the 15 games, nine games are in cold weather climates without a roof? I don't know. I mean, that's, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I have no answers for you, my friend. I don't know why. We're playing a home game on Thursday, 
uh, in a dome. And Friday, we have an off day just in case there's bad weather on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. and, and then get we your play games two and three on Saturday and Sunday. I'm like, what's going on with this schedule? So Roll out the barrel. Roll out the tarp. Yeah. Chicago, New York, Detroit, Boston, Philadelphia, Colorado, um, Cincinnati, Kansas City, and Washington, D.C. are all hosting games. While you've got, you know, the Mariners are hosting game, but the Angels, the Padres, the Dodgers, the Rangers, the Florida guys, blah, blah, blah. Play two series because of COVID, stay put, you know, play a series here and then a series there. I don't get it. I mean, uh, but anyway. I just thought that was funny, and it was funnier when the temperature on Thursday in Chicago is going to be a high of 38 with 15-mile-an-hour winds out of the north coming in over the left field wall yeah. right on the backside of our new left fielder, Jack Peterson. How are you doing, man? Everything good? Tell you what, you better get uh, – is Zach Davies your opening day starter? I mean, he's not going to be taken out of the park at this rate, so. Well, that's a good day to throw when the wind's coming in from, you know, left field, yeah. I guess. Um, Zach is our fastest pitcher that has any good record from spring training, not that that matters, but Zach leads in velocity over Hendricks and Mills. Our pitching sucks. You're pitching – it's getting pretty good, pretty good uh, play from the press. Our pitching is um, is uh, becoming. Uh, I mean, their philosophy changed. I mean, that's one of the reasons Zach Davies is is no longer a Brewer. I mean, they went from um, kind of a, a pretty good mix of soft tossers, and then hoping someone would develop. You know that that has the velo. So a lot of velo guys now. That's velocity, folks. My listeners aren't quite that sophisticated. No, now I'm not knocking, as you put it, the three people that are listening, but you know, VLO, VLO, <laughs> go low, solo, high low. Okay, high low. I know high low. <laughs> <laughs> so the brew crew has pretty impressive starting pitching, but the bullpen is lights out. I mean, they're just lights out. If you have a lead in the 15, now the only, as a Cub fan, council could throw out a few arms here and there, but you know, he's. Can't not console. You can't. Yeah, I, mean, I, can. I, mean, I, I tell you, dude, I, I like our team. I, I really do. Um, um, I, I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be rather competitive. Um, I, I think there's some serious depth to the, to the potential of, of a starting five. Um, I think our, our bullpen is, is pretty doggone good. I mean, I, I like our, you know, our eighth and ninth inning guys. And, um, and I, you know, I, I'm just going to be curious to see if the offense can gel and, and get things going, you know, like they, like they have the potential of doing so, um, you know, we'll, we'll see, but I, I like our team. I, I think that, I think the division is going to be really competitive. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be curious to see how, how the, how the Cubs do. I mean, to me, the Cubs are my, are my big question team in the in the central because I uh, I like them but I'm not sure where they're going. Don't give away your predictions yet. You know that's kind of a gloomy prediction you're forecasting for the Cubs. You know? well, I picked them last last year, didn't I? <laughs> well, yeah, you can't get any lower than that. That's for sure. Okay. Before I ask you who the top three starters are in your opinion for the Brew Crew, did Jeffress get a job? I haven't, I didn't check. 
I didn't know we were supposed to check on Jeremy Jeffrey. See, I love to throw you off. I've got a couple other things I'm going to throw you off. You know, we last talked and you were going to do your research on predictions. But I got a few little aces up my sleeve, buddy, to keep you on your toes. Well, so, I'm going to look up Jeremy Jeffers while you ask me the next question. I can. Well, and then I tell I faxed, not faxed. I think I messaged, whatever they call that. I sent you a text about yes. World Be Free's real name. And I mean, it didn't ring a bell. You know, I thought it would be like Adrian Dantley. I, I thought it would be far, far more obscure than it actually was. All he did was add world to his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nobody signing uh, at this point. I have, I have Jeremy Jeffress uh, is without a team at this point. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. Top three pitchers for the crew. And then I got another couple of questions for you before we. Is he with the Nationals? Who was he with last year? The Nationals or you the guys? Cubs. He was lights out. So he's wearing a Nationals hat here. So he must be with the Nationals. Okay. Um Actually, I, I believe that's correct. I mean, yeah. the Cubs have such a strong bullpen. I can see why they wouldn't want a guy with a 1.4 ERA when they have Craig Kimball, who got through spring training just a bit under 30 with his ERA. He really had some good outings early on. But he went to the video machine, and he studied. And, again, I don't want to be negative about the Cubs bullpen, so I won't. So um, you got your starter. Is it, who's, who's the opener? Chad for, Worth? For the Brewers? Yeah. Uh, Brandon Woodruff is going to Wood- open and then Corbin Burns is going to pitch next. They're, yeah. they're our big one-two punch. Yeah. Um, Burns has gotten some good, good pub. And then, you know, you got Suter and Williamson Hader in the bullpen. I mean, my God, when yeah. are those guys free agents? You don't have to look it up. I was just quite thinking. <laughs> out. <laughs> well, hopefully not too soon, but you know, Hader's starting to earn some money. So, you know, there's, there's been talk about, you know, how far do you have a closer when you're paying him six, seven million dollars and, and all that kind of stuff. But he's got to be he's going to be. I can't remember if he's a free agent after this year or not, but he's getting pretty close. Well, That's it sounds like the Brewers are going to Andrew Andrew Miller, the guy the hey, hater. You're not going to be the closer all the time. That's what they said to Andrew Miller before his career hit the skid. So, well, you know, it's funny you bring that up because um, with, with the emergence of this Devin Williams last year is kind of our eighth inning setup type guy in that, in that traditional language. Um, they, they, they have now said this spring that Hader will indeed be strictly in a closers role. So I think they want to avoid having him, you know, pitch the last out of the eighth sit and then go out in the ninth and, and finish it out uh, type of thing. So, um, so that'll be, that'll be interesting to see. Cause he's, he's never done that before. So I mean, he's closed games, but I mean, he's always been available uh, to come in in the eighth inning, but you know, they've, they've uh, done a nice job of developing some pitching talent here. And, you know, that's, that's like a first for us. So has Hader ever had any arm trouble? I mean, the guy comes in throwing BBs. Yeah, no. Seventh, not really. Eighth, ninth inning. Knock on wood, man. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't wish that on anybody, even a brewer. But so before we get to the – you want to start with the National League Central? Yeah. Or no, well, I think we should finish with the National League Central. Ooh, drama. Yes. Drama. Yes. So do you want to go AL first and then NL, or do you want to go AL West, NL West? AL East, NL East. No, I think I want to do, I want to do each league at a time. We can start with the American league and, uh, 
I don't care which one we start with. So uh, speaking of the American League, before we get started, who's your uh, MVP pick in the American League? <laughs> MVP in the American League. Yeah, I'm don't going, pick Mike Trout. You can't pick Mike Trout. No, I'm going with Matt Olson of the Oakland A's. Holy baloney. There's a great pick from left field. Yes, Actually, sir. does he play left field? I think it. Well, I think he does now because uh, uh, Chris Davis has been traded. Yeah. And then so, the, yeah. If your name's Chris Davis, you've had a bad spring. One got traded, two are on the DL or the IL. <laughs> it's just, it's not a good time to be, to be Chris Davis. Uh, man, I like that. I, yeah. Wow. I did a little I, research. I'm not, I'm not telling you this is off the top of my head, but I'm, I'm buying what would I being sold? Well, you advertised, it. you advertised last week when we got together. Uh, and I've got a few other curveballs up my sleeve, buddy, but you, you did talk about that now for the, uh, for my AL, man, I'll tell you what, Louis Robert, Louis Robert, <laughs> Luis Robert, Louis Robert, center fielder, Chicago White Sox. Oh, Going with the hometown guy. Going with the pale hose guy, even though they got the Jerko manager. I'm still going with Luis Robert. They paid him a gazillion. They paid him Tatis kind of money. So he's going to come through. So there you go. I could have picked Bregman. Could have picked Chapman. Could have picked. Anybody but Trout. Anybody but Trout. We couldn't go with Trout. No, there was no way I was going with Trout. Okay. Now, before we get to the american league west we'll go west central east so are we doing are we doing cy young or no not quite yet okay we're gonna mix them in maybe after we do the uh american league then we'll do the nl mvp okay and then we'll mix in a few things to keep everybody on their toes and in that, just so you know, I didn't do like comeback player of the year. Me neither, or, but that's JD Martinez with the, the year. Anything well, I, like I think rookie of the year is we got rookie of the year covered here in Kansas City, figuratively okay. and literally. But I want to, before we get into that, Craig, I want to take a moment to dwell on one of my favorite subjects, but to work it into predictions. All right. One of my favorite subjects is the horrendous inequity of major league baseball and their failure to make these bottom dwellers pay higher money for the payroll salary. And the uh, MLBPA should be contacting me along with any other opening in broadcast history, but they aren't. So I'm going to read you the 10 bottom dwellers. And of these, I want you to tell me if you think any of them have any chance of making the playoffs. Okay. Because here we go. Uh, The the Cleveland Indians have the lowest payroll this year. Yay or nay? Yes, they have a chance of making the playoffs. Boy, are you delusional. Second, Pittsburgh Pirates. (laughs) Absolutely not. There's a clue, a hint, a spoiler for my fans. The National League Rookie of the Year will be from Pittsburgh. Okay, number the Baltimore frigging Peter Angelos Orioles. No. No way. No way. No way. An independent team could beat them. Um, The printing is so small on what I printed off. It's very hard for me to read. The Miami. The font. (laughs) 
Really? Thank you. That sounds personal, but it's it not. does. I thought that was a compliment. <laughs> the the Miami Marlins. Yes, Boy. absolutely. Wow. You're a believer in Donnie Ballgame. I love Donnie Ballgame. I have yeah. his jersey autographed. I told you I represented him when he urinated at the plaza. It's a whole other show. <laughs> and uh, Dan, it's a good day. It is almost the opener. Okay. The uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Yes, absolutely. We are mano a mano on that one, buddy. Okay, good. That's good. Um, the Seattle Mariners. No. Here's a fact that I was looking at. I agree. When I was getting ready to do the interview with uh, with uh, Bob Kendrick of the Negro League Baseball Museum, which will be airing as soon as my technical team can figure out how to get their computer fixed. The Seattle Mariners have more African-Americans than the American League Central total. No way. Yep. A little fact for you. Wow. Um, the Detroit Tigers. Verlander could have a comeback. Wait, he's not oh. on them. No. Okay. Uh, we're moving our way up to, we've got th three more teams in the bottom 10. All right. Texas Rangers. Um, no. The Oakland Athletics. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And the D-backs. Those are the top no. 10, bottom 10. No. Okay. So I've got, I've got four out of your 10 lows that I think have a, a, a legitimate, if not very good chance of making the playoffs. Can you Can you recite which ones those were? Uh, the Marlins, the Rays. Um, Rhymes with the Rays. The A's. And who there was somebody early. Cleveland? And Cleveland, yeah. Of those four teams, is there now the race got to the game six of the World Series, so um, right. now their closers out. Nick Anderson got bad elbow. Do any of those teams have a shot at even getting to the ALCS or the NLCS. I I don't I like the A's to be mm -hmm. honest with you. I mean they they won the division last year in that sixty gamer. Um, so Can't they're they're my pick to win the West. Well, that's a spoiler. Did I just blow that? That's a spoiler. Let's start with the. <laughs> no. We start with the AL West. Why don't we start with the AL West? Because I have a score sheet. I'm going to record it and keep track of it because that's just the way I roll. So right. the AL West, let's start with your, who's in the basement? Uh, Seattle. Who's fourth? Texas. Third. Houston. I guess they. The A's are the Angels second and the A's first. That is astute. That is that is cerebrally thought out. Uh, the A's, Angels, Astros, pretty tough right there. Pretty three good teams. Yeah. The Rangers, the the M's, just I don't know. Maybe they ought to move and get better in Las Vegas. I had. The Angels first. 
Okay. I, 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 I see that. Unless I'm going that. the other way. Uh, yeah. The A is second. All right. The Astros third. So we had the same top three, just in a little different order. Yeah. Then I then I had the M's in uh, fourth place and the Rangers fifth. Okay. So pretty. So we were on we are on par there, pretty good. We we're on par, and the great thing about these predictions is that every who the hell's gonna remember, but I will. We'll be back. Well, in I October. saw you writing things down, so that's I, good. October <laughs> first. Okay, let's do the American League East. Okay. Then we'll come back to the middle. All right. Are you with me? I'm with you. Okay. In fifth place, we both had the Orioles, right? Correct. And then we had, God, this is amazing. Hard to believe, but who'd you pick for fourth? Boston. Me too. Yeah. I mean, how did they, they get rid of Dombrowski? They got rid of just pretty much everybody. And Dombrowski broke the bank and boom. Third. Uh, third I've got place. Tampa. I've got Tampa third. Okay. Who do you have? I have the rhymes with the Rays, but I have the Jays. Okay. I've got the Jays second. Now, you know that in October, when I come back and pick this up, I'm going to say, Craig, I can't read between the Jays and the Rays. Who did you? I got it. I got it. We're good. I'll put a little <laughs> up there. And then. You must have gone with the. This is like you can't pick Trout. You can't pick the Yankees. You pick the Yankees. Oh my God. It's so. I mean, I don't know how not to pick the Yankees at this point. I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how. No, but you, you, you just you just got to be smart, though. I mean, you have to be realistic. Here's a hint. Their broadcaster wants to be the co-host, but I told Dwayne you can't because it's filled by Craig Kashan. <laughs> and so that's it. I got the Rays, the Yankees, the Jays, Boston. I just can't believe how, you know, how do you get rid of Jackie Bradley Jr. and Mookie Betts in a year back to back? I mean, I know it. you just, it's just crazy. Okay. Well, that, that was pretty similar. Although I didn't have the heart to pick the Yankees. I think Boone's back from his pacemaker surgery. I, yeah, he wasn't out long at all. Uh, to be honest with no, you, I think like, that was uh, when you know when that happened. It was like a TBA because you know you, you just don't know how you're going to respond to everything. But I think he was back in a week to ten days at the at the you know most. Well, so that was I, pretty good. I didn't watch a lot of spring training baseball, but I watched one game and they were interviewing. You know, Booney was on the bench and they were talking to him during an inning, and he sounded fine. And the next day, they said he's gone. For you yeah, know, open heart yeah. surgery. Okay, the American League Central. The the two, you know, the out of those ten teams I read you from the bottom, seven of them are from the American League. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, there were a lot. You are correct. I don't get it. Anyway, okay, for the American League Central, which just as a teaser, I picked the Kansas City Royals to win it all. So you can go from there. Who's in? So we're we going top now. Let's go top to bottom, baby. Top to bottom in the AL Central. I'm going, I cannot believe that you, wait a minute, you picked Kansas City? Is that what you just They're said? going all the way, buddy. All right. All right. So it's one of those years again. Um, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going White Sox, Twins, Cleveland, Kansas City, Detroit. Let me White ask. Sox, Twins, Cleveland, Royals, Tigers. Let me ask. 
Did that take a lot of work on your part to come up with that? It was probably the easiest division in all of baseball to uh, lay out for me. Wow. I mean, if I didn't give you a little grief, you'd be offended. Um, I picked the Royals to win it all. Uh, they'll probably win 105 to 110. The Twins in second place, begrudgingly, the Tony Russo led pale hose in third. The Indians and the Tigers. There you go. We didn't match up on any of those. No, hard to believe. Hard to believe. I think last year you picked Kansas City to go all the way too, if I remember right. Because we've been doing this now for over a year. They're going to have the... They may have both the Rookie of the Year and the MVP. I may have overstepped when I went with Luis Roberts instead of Jorge Soler. Could have been yeah. a big mistake. But um, Luis... So is the Rookie of the Year for the Kansas City Royals, is he uh, going to be on the opening day roster, or is that, this a rookie that's coming up later? That is a really, really, really good question. Um, I'd say he's on the roster for opening day. Okay. And interestingly the two guys that we're thinking about play the same position. So how do you figure that? Somebody's uh, going to have to move. Uh, I think Witt's a shortstop and Raul Mondesi hot spring. He's ready. His, his Raul senior has been calming him down. And I think he's ready to be a big time player like a Lindor or a Baez. You guys don't, you know, you guys don't have a shortstop, but that's all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our, we have several, it, but not as good as those guys. That's is it sure. Arcia? 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 No, they're going with uh, uh, Luis Urias, and they're going to have um, Arcia play some short, but they they're making him play some third base this year. So Travis Shaw on the bench. He'll. I think he's only going to play against left uh, right-handed pitchers. He's kind of a down. downer too. I mean, I like the rest yeah. of the team, but. Okay, um, Nash, I just kind of glanced over that because I don't expect you to bag on your team. And and I'm not there. You'll see where I pick them. <laughs> um, National League MVP. Uh, who do you see. pick? Uh, uh, I'm going with uh, my guy, Christian Yelich. Did, did the show just end? Hello? <laughs> Anybody there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your computer's moving, buddy. I picked him too. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I picked nice. him too. Um, now I'm gonna have I to think come. He's gonna have a hell of a rebound year. I really do. Um, I I think he's very overlooked in a lot of these deals, and I think that um, Soto, Betts, Ballinger, Acuna. God, they're a lot of good. The National League's so much better than the American League. Yeah, I mean it's it's a really it's really tough. Uh, it it was tough for me to pick um, to pick an MVP. It's it, it's equally tough to pick a Cy Young. You know, we'll for, get to that know, a little while. Don't. But um, but I, I went with Christian Yelich because a I know him very well um, and I just know his competitive edge. So I'm just going to go with what I know on this um, and how I followed him in spring. Um, how great a player he was before the pandemic hit and how I really physically saw him uh, mentally and physically struggle during the, the pandemic game. And I just don't believe that that, that will be an issue at all. And, um, you know, 
he's, he's had a good spring. He looks like his old self. So, you know, and here's a guy that if he didn't fall a ball off his kneecap, you know, the first week of September of 2019 probably wins back to back MVPs. You know, he was batting champion, uh, back to back years. So, um, but anyway, so that's, that's my schmeal on him. Out of the entire 2020 season, the only thing that I took away from it, because I thought it was a farce, the playoffs were mildly entertaining. But the best thing I, th- I saw out there was the emergence of Randy or Rosarina or however the hell he pronounces his name. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I took what they did and gave it no credibility, no credence. It was just a way to get money for the owners. The players came out okay. And so I don't think it's fair to evaluate any of them. And I feel bad if any of them got hurt. But, I mean, it was just a goofy-ass start. You finish spring training like you have for 20 years, and then all of a sudden we shut down. And now we're going to go have camp. We're going to go have another camp, and then we're not going to have a minor league. So, um, you know, the, the baseball gods, the MLB powers to be are just putting the ribbon on the package for labor unrest in the coming year, because they're being stupid. There's a great chance to settle this labor thing right now. And they, they just won't do it. So anyway, I don't know how. Well, I I am, I, I will say this. I am, I am. Uh, I am worried about this uh, labor negotiation that's going to happen during the, during the off season. Um, I, I really am. I mean, there, there's not a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of uh, positivity right now in, in the talks. And, you know, last time, if I, if I remember this right, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the last time they, they needed to re up, they did it a year or two before the deadline was even there. And, and now it's like, there could be, you know, a lockout, there could be a delay to the start of next year, just simply based on the fact that they're, they haven't agreed to anything yet. Right. So that, that does concern me. It really does. Well, on the lighter side of baseball, which doesn't always get light. You and I talked about a lockout um, happening, you know, at some time, we've probably been talking about this for the better part of the year. And it's simply because, uh, Manfred puts his, you know, lays an egg all the time. He opens his mouth and Tony, whatever his name is, is trying to, uh, prove that he's a Marvin Miller. And if you can't be a Marvin Miller, be, a um, the other guy from Kansas city, it's just not looking good. And then, it, and, and it's, um, they had plenty of opportunities to kumbaya during the COVID crisis and they, they didn't. And then you throw in, um, so Boris and some of these other guys, you're right. It doesn't look good, but it's even more good reason to appreciate the year we got. Cause we're going to have 162 games, no designated hitter in the national league. I guess they're going to still put guys on second and extra inning games. Is that right? Yes. And seven inning double headers. If they have to play a double header. Yes, I think that's right. Yeah, and in the minor leagues, which they're trying to wipe out and eradicate for some reason, they're doing a couple good things. They are four men on the infield. Got to have four guys on the dirt. Great rule. Fifteen seconds to throw a pitch. Great rule. And uh, a robotic umpire. Not such a great rule. 
and a bigger bases, which I don't get. I mean, I think that's stupid. To, so they have more stealing because you can touch a base quicker. I don't know. Yeah. That don't that know. one, uh, it's like that baffles me. To be honest with you, who, I, I I don't get it. You know, you would think if you got thirty owners sitting around from from Cohen who paid four billion dollars to whoever owns the Rays. A lot of money in there and some guy comes up with i think we ought to make the base well, i can't believe that it didn't get like laughed out of the room maybe they were all well, on a zoom call and <laughs> 29 owners were didn't give a shit oh sorry family show i know <laughs> craig's pretty good about watching what Beep. i say <laughs> anyway that was a seven second delay that i was, was a, late on that that was a segue it turned out the light for some reason okay yeah you were getting a little fuzzy there but now i have, the, I have the sun turning the corner here yeah let the sun oh. oh okay i won't sing um so now we are heading to the national league west the national league east and finishing with the central drum roll which one are we doing let's do there are, let me ask you this before we do it, of the six, well, of the three divisions in the in the National League, what do you think, how would you rate from three to one, three, the, the worst, two, the next best, one, the best, strongest? Boy, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, you, I appreciate that. I think uh, I think right now the National League Central is probably the weakest of the three, um, and I, I would I I I think um, I think there's three teams in the East that that really have a legitimate shot at you know some serious playoff damage, and I think there's only two teams in the West that do so. If that answers your question, I guess that way that the I think you know, that's... East is probably one, uh, West is two. But I'll tell you right now, I think the top two teams, period, are in the West. I think the Dodgers and Padres are. So, do you think that anybody in the American League would cut into that three-two-one? Would any of the American League divisions rival the um, fit into that? I, you know the. I guess the American League East might be might move in between the West and the Central and become. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, Boy, the West. Well, I, I really think that I really think the AL Central is deep because you know what? Um, we all know what the White Sox and Twins are capable of, and and as much as Cleveland always seems to, to lose either uh, a star pitcher or a star position player, which they lost both there there's, they still have multiple Cy Young uh, candidates. Um, and, and they, they still have a very good baseball team. So, you know, if other teams don't stay healthy for some reason, you know, a team like Cleveland could reemerge in that division. You just don't know. Uh, yeah. I think that top to bottom, Maybe, maybe because it's a little mediocre. The American League Central probably top to bottom. I mean, Detroit. I don't know. People might not give Kansas City the same love I'm giving it. I don't um, think anybody is actually. Sure, throw a little water on my fire. I mean, and get a little steam going. <laughs> yeah, I don't. God, I mean, poor Royals. They'll um, get there. What's that? They'll get there. I just don't think they're going to really good all this year. They have surprisingly good pitching and starting rotation. Surprising. 
I think three or four of them are going to go four innings. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. It's, it's a new world, man. Nobody goes five anymore. Damn. They need sound, to change you, that rule. You sound like a believer right now. Yeah, I'm an upbeat guy on the lighter side of baseball. All right. Drum roll. Before we do the National League, let's do the American League Cy Young Award winner. So we're going to do the American League Cy Young Award winner. Notice I throw I'm, a curveball at you every now and then. Um, I'm going to go with your uh, with your guy from the White Sox. Ooh. Giolito. Yeah. Gelato. I call him gelato because I gelato? like ice cream. No, you're right. It's Giolito. Okay. But, but I like gelato. You know that good Italian. Ice I know cream. you do. You have you have a severe sweet so tooth. You, here's you, the you other deal. That. When when I get up for the day game in the middle of April, and you're working, and then we go to wards with a little. I think last time I said GST wine. I, I meant George Thomas Seaver wine, not GST. GST was a car, maybe. I don't know. I know I what you're talking about. What though. the custard? You know where I'm going, right? I want to go get some custard. They, yeah, uh, well, there's a few choices. There's two, right? No, there's like everyone has custard now. But I mean, is there anybody better than the leading two guys? Because if there are, I want to, I want to try. Well, it. there's, well, there's, uh, there's famous uh, Gillis, which Bud Selig went to every single day. Yeah. Uh, and and there's Leon's, um, and there's a few other custard burger type shops. Because I think Gillis was on the way to Freighter that Nellie and I would stop yes. at all the time. Yes. In yes. fact, in fact, and this is uh, on Wisconsin Avenue. Yeah. Actually, this, my bad. It's on Blue Mound. Blue Mound. You're right. Yeah. And Nellie and I sat at a picnic table eating our custard, watching the eclipse. I mean, how how breathtaking was that? Wow. Uh, yeah. Were you holding hands too? <laughs> no, we were on different <laughs> different side of the table. <laughs> Now, Nelly was despondent, but he wasn't that despondent. <laughs> All right. So you're taking Giolito, Gelato. I, you know, Garrett Cole's like Mike Trout. You know, I'm not taking Garrett Cole. No. Because that's too easy. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to stick with my love of the, uh, of the Rays. And you're going to see why when we get to the national league, but I'm going with class now to be the Cy Young win winner. That's a good choice. There's a lot of really good candidates. And and when I looked on, on the list, I found, uh, I went with, uh, I could have gone with a top five or a top 10 or a top 15, just on the, the research that I was looking at. And I, I wanted to look at a top 15 and I was, uh, pleasantly surprised to see not only, Giolito on there for for the White Sox and and he's a heavy favorite but Lance Lynn and Dallas Keuchel are also three of the top 15 on that list as well so just more more reasons uh oops. Hey, you or me that's me nobody folks that's our first call in that we've had <laughs> first time caller long time listener take it uh, away okay that, that was, was probably Bud Selig wanting to talk about it. The trial. He was so that was a, that was a FaceTime from my son. So he's he's going to say, "Well, Dad, you're not taking my call anymore." But I, I just was, saw him yesterday. So. I thought it was Craig Council for a minute. Um, Shane Bieber, I might have taken if that's his name, but he's an entertainer too. I don't like singers and that also pitch. 
Well, he, but he won it last year and he's, he is outstanding. He's another guy from Cleveland though. You know, is Keiko, he's with the White Sox still. Is that, am I right? Allegedly. Allegedly. So when you look at some of these lists, like for the MVP, the White Sox had like six guys in the top 12 easily. I mean, they had guys that weren't even in the starting lineup that were going to be the MVP. I mean, they're, they're strong and only a guy like Tony LaRusso can ruin that deal for Jerry. Sorry, Jerry. And I'm not picking up the tab for Ryan Starf when we have lunch, but man, I haven't seen him since the COVID-19 and I'm sure he's missing me. I, I'm surprised that he didn't call today, but he didn't call ever. Yeah, this is like shocking news going on right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the picks of the National League West. All right, National League West. This is. Wait, I'm getting a call too. It's it's not Craig Council. It's Louisville. Could be Muhammad Ali. Did you ever see that uh, uh, one night in Miami? Movie? You know, uh, I that's on my uh, list here, my top five list, which I have not gotten to yet, but I really do want to see it. Did and you while you're it? looking at it, it's on Prime Video. Check out 50 Summers starring Jamie Uretzky. 50 Summers. Okay. This is going to be tough. Uh, so who are we going with now? The West? The West. The National League West. Starting at the took, top? Let's start at the bottom. Okay. The Giants, right? Who's your bottom dweller? Colorado, man. Whoa, I like that. Yeah. Poor Bud Black. He's too good to be at the bottom. I just I'm not buying right it. Now, that's, that's, a, that's a disheveled franchise out there. There's another deal. It goes with Mookie Betts and, and JBJ. How do you get rid of Arenado? I don't care how much he tried to get traded. How do you how do you how do you give away? I mean, they they sent fifty million dollars to St. Louis with him. Of all of all franchises who honestly don't need fifty million dollars right. to get a guy like that, like I would have said, no, 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 no. Is the deal like we're going to be the recipient and you're trading them to us for for and you don't want any of our top prospects? You keep the 50 million. I don't want money exchanged here. I don't want to be arrested for stealing. That's what I would have said. You know, people people bagged on Bowie Kuhn for as long as he was in, but he kept negating by you know Charlie Finley trades because they were in not in the best interest of baseball. And that clause kept him from negating a number of trades. Why they get why why this happens, why why the Cubs didn't get JBJ? I don't know. You guys stole him. Anyway, I digressed. See, now, wait a minute. You just turn this around from the St. Louis Cardinals stealing Arenado to us stealing Jackie Bradley Jr.? Well, I don't know if it was Larson. First of all, he was a free agent. Arenado was a, that was a trade. See, that was a terrible, that was see, that, that, that. Don't get that, me started. That, that's no, the I deal. Don't, I don't get on my high horse too often on your so show. Deal with our co-host. You can get on your high horse. You're you're again splitting hairs. You're doing a technicality like you're a lawyer. They stole I don't JBJ. Know how to be a lawyer. Right, I'm a out, nice guy. Right out from under the Cubs. <laughs> I mean, Theo left, and I guess the other guy went to sleep. How do you not? We don't have a center fielder or a leadoff guy. Ian hippity hop hap is, oh my God. Okay. 
So who's in fourth place? Giants. Do you know they're one of the most valuable franchises in all of sports, according oh, to Forbes? Oh, yeah, for sure. The San Francisco Giants? Absolutely. And they cannot put a team together. Yeah, but they, they won a they won a few World Series. Like, w- w- didn't they win like on the even year for a long time? They beat the Royals in 2014. Yeah, they won in 2012, and I believe, <laughs> if my memory is correct, sequentially the next double even year would have been 2016 when who won? Who won? Oh, the Cubs! Oh, hmm. Uh, sweet home Chicago. In third place, who do you have? Uh, the Diamondbacks. Yeah, boy. Troy Lobello or whatever his name is. Okay, Dodgers or Padres? Who do you go to? Drum roll. You went with uh, the I'm going uh, Padres to win the division, Dodgers in second place. Have you? Okay, I agree. Pod... I went Padres in first, Dodgers in second, Rockies third, because of but black D backs fourth and the giants last now David price can't even make the starting rotation for the Dodgers. How are they going to (laughs) lose? Oh, they also have Corey Knable. So here's the thing. I didn't even look at the depth of their starting pitching potential because they can't even they can't go with sick they can't even go with a six-man rotation it would mess everybody else up because they're all so good however they won the world series last year they've been they've been at the top of their game for how many years in a row now and i just think the the uh moves that the padres made and i i am all about like uh, a chemistry right now and i think the padres already have the best chemistry in baseball. I think they, they got it going last year during the, the pandemic season and stuff. Um, and then the additions they made, the security moves that they made. Um, I, I just think, I just think it's, it's time for a change. And I think there's a, there's a team that's going to do it. Not, not just challenge, but I think there's a team that's going to do it. The Dodgers gave away a couple of Cy Young guys. I mean, Rayu and Maeda and, they still have unbelievable. And then I was looking at their bullpen and Knable and Price are in the bullpen along with, I mean, I don't know who their closer is going to be because Jensen, Jansen, whatever his name is, a little bit shaky there at the end. But they're pretty good. They're pretty good. So Padres, Dodgers. Um, the Padres are hi, Pam. Oh, Pam. Hey, Pam, how are you doing? Are you wearing is are you wearing a Cub shirt? Looks like a Cub shirt. To be a Brewers shirt. Oh man, you must be married to a broadcast guy. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think we own any Cubs materials here. I'll take care of that. Don't worry about it. I'll be up there mid month with plenty of stuff. Plenty of stuff. Yeah, that's another guest. You don't get an opportunity to have Pam on the show. We could have television personality could have really improved is, the ratings. Um, ratings Pam is very colorful by the way it's colorful and informative very colorful. Yeah. she uh she would she would rival you with your your choice use of words that make our family show uh very borderline so 
<laughs> I don't get what you okay. So the um I think the best division in baseball, according to Craig Kashan and me, the National League East, right? Yeah, I'm I'm so leery on saying that, but I think they I think they have here's the great thing. Nobody's listening. Let's face it, I think I think almost any team in the in the East could win that division. I agree. You know, and, and so the World Series. But I'm not sure any of those teams are are that much better than anybody else in the other division. So what in do you got? Drawing on my 45 years as a lawyer, I've circled the word wow for the East. Unbelievable. Yeah. They're unbelievable. Yeah. I picked in last place the Nationals. So did I. Oh my God. <laughs> Our right, who's collective wow. The next team, Marlins, in fourth place. I've I've got the Phillies in fourth. Good. I don't like the Phillies. I like their third base coach, John Watson's kid, Dusty. So who's third, the Marlins? Nope, Braves. Whoa. Yeah. This is great. And who do you pick to win? The Mets. Oh, man, you went out on a limb. Yeah. And that would leave the Marlins in second? Yes. You notice how I question that because I never trust what I write down. So you've got the Mets, the Marlins, the Braves in third, the Phillies in fourth, and the uh, Nationals in last place. Correct. Scherzer, Strasburg, Soto. They're frigging could win the World Series, and I agree with you. I did agree with you. Isn't that crazy, though? I mean, that's what that division is. And but I think I think our John. division in the central is was borderline that way for for, you know, a while. Um, I mean, barring the Pirates. But I mean, even when the Pirates had a few years where they were good, you almost had to say almost anybody in the central can uh, nationally well, central can win that. Speaking of the Pirates, they gave away Josh friggin Bell to the Nationals. True that. Yep. Yep. He had a great spring. He's a great player on a team that could win. Oh my God. Bryce yeah. Harper's going to want to go back. Yeah, Bryce no is kidding. going to pay big, take a big cut to go back to the nationals and, and Davey Martinez, Joe, Joe Madden's right-hand man, manager of the year, Joe world series angels. Okay. Here's who I had in that. <laughs> I had the national league East division winning Atlanta Braves. Oh, okay. Then I had the Mets, the Phils, the Marlins, and the Nationals. Yeah, yeah. see now, so that's our that's our most uh, most um, uh, divergent, jung- jungled up, juggled up, uh, um, divergent. Yeah. <laughs> Pam, come back. Okay. Um, before the drum roll, central. We've done the Cy Young in both, right? No. Uh, National League Cy Young? We have not done that. Okay, let's... Now, I mean, it's going to be Kyle Hendricks, but go ahead and tell me who you think it might be. <laughs> okay, well, um, considering we, we just said that the Dodgers have six legitimate candidates, it would be hard not to pick one of them. And the, the picture that I've liked the most since 2018... Um, not only for the Dodgers, but just watching him pitch is Walker Bueller. So that's going to be my pick. 
Uh, I think he's he's. We've agreed on Yelitz and Bueller, so now I got to go with. No kidding. Now I have to go with Kyle Hendricks or Hugh Dar Hugh Darvish, just because you know. <laughs> the Cubs you know it's going to happen because you guys gave up on him. Yep. Gave up just on him after he finally good. pitched up to his capabilities. Now, in the have you looked at the Pakota standings? What those guys picked? No. Um, and that's not Bill Pakota, who was a journeyman second baseman for the Royals. I think it stands for I don't know, some sabermetric crapola. Yes. Ridiculous. Anyway. Uh, we both have the pirates in last place. I'm, I'm, oh, maybe not. Did you? Sorry, I jumped the gun. Oh, we Go do. Ahead. We okay. do. We I do. thought maybe that yeah. you went with the Cubbies. Isn't it great that it's 162 games? I mean, this is where baseball is the, the rubber meets the road, so to speak. Absolutely. 162 Absolutely. games. You and the, the playoffs are not expanded, which means every one of these games is going to mean something by the October, what, second or third, whenever it ends. Right. And in April, you can't throw 10 guys in the bullpen out because by yeah. July, there won't be yeah. anybody left at AmFam Field. Okay. Yeah. That's so who are we going to Fourth place? Fourth place. Who are you going with? Cubs. <laughs> dog. <laughs> Boy, it's a doggy world, but I... I don't the know rumor, if you're rumor wrong. has it uh, out of the Chicago Sun Times uh, social media that uh, you had the Brewers in fourth place. That's circulating on social media. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm a more uh, straight laced guy. I had the Reds in fourth place. I'm giving the Brewers some love. You got. I told you last week when we talked. Who has a better outfield? Who has a better? And you've got that guy that you did the Chris Bryant thing was send him back to the minors, I guess. So that he's gets an extra year that Garrett Mitchell. Well, yeah, but he's I mean, still a just, couple of years away. They just drafted him. I mean, he was just drafted in when, when did they have the draft? This, well, this year, like August or something. Think of this. Babe Ruth never got drafted. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying he, now he had a hell of a spring, but, uh, but yeah, he's, He's going to be good, but pressed into duty just based on the four that we have out there. Avisel Garcia being the, you know, fourth guy, Kane's back. Third place, who do you have? Okay. I have the Reds in third. Boy, they have a good closer. They have a great team. I I can't, is Bell their manager, one of the 15 Bell guys? David Bell. Bell. Like, I like Gus Bell. Got a Cincinnati Reds baseball card of Gus. Um, I don't know any other bell things to ring the bell on. Uh, so that leaves two more teams, either the Cardinals or the crew. And let me guess, let me just guess, go yes, out and go live. ahead and guess, go on. I'm going to pencil in St. Louis for second place. Oh, that's, that's actually a pretty good choice. And you pick the crew to win it all. I picked the crew to win the division. I don't know about winning it all, but I, I didn't pick a team to win it we're, all. No, no, no. And we're not, ladies and gentlemen, until our September podcast. Not, not that that's the next podcast, but when we get to the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. I have, this is gross. 
I have the Pirates in last, the Reds, then the Cards winning it, the Crew in second, and the Cubs in third. I hate to do yeah. it. hate to say it. Now, interestingly, Pakoda picked the Cardinals to finish 500 and in third place in that division. You know that I don't see that computer deal. I, so yeah. out of all the of all the um, uh, predictions of of these divisions, um, I think it's interesting to me to see as many that I've seen, and I would have to say, eighty percent of the other predictions that I've seen about the National League Central Division, uh, honestly, have the Reds like in second place, and I I don't see that happening. I just don't see that happening. Well, and I could go back and pull out my notes from, from last year, but I picked the Reds first or second last year. Yes. And they laid such a big egg that, I mean, they got a bunch of guys from Vado to Moose. The Moose is on the loose to Castellanos and, and uh, um, God, I mean, they got talent. They just don't have starters that are going to get through 162 games, I don't think. Well, and they, you know, they lost Trevor Bauer, right? He won won the Cy Young with them and, and stuff. So here's my um, Bauer. I put, here's my overriding philosophy. I'm glad you asked. I have a dog theory. If you have a dog in your clubhouse, you ain't going to win. You're just not going to win. No, I've I've heard that. And I believe that there are three dogs and I ain't talking about Three dog night. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. None of that. Great group. Love the group. Dog number one. Can't win. Bryce Harper. Dog. Now, John Wathan. Somebody loves Harper that I've been at that's been on the show, and it's not you. No. It's not um, me for sure. Could have been Bob Solis, but I think it, it might have been. Oh, because <clears throat> Wathan's kid's the third base coach for the Phillies, and he said that. There's no better team player than Bryce Harper, that he is a team guy. Dog, wrong. So scratch the Phillies. I've thought that about Machado, dog, but I could have been wrong on that, although I doubt it. And Trevor Bauer, D-O-G award. He is going to K-I-L-L that team. So did I pick his team? No, I picked Machado's team. I think well, it, Bauer's it, it a is. dog. I, I, I'm a big believer in, in that. And, you know, this is why guys get moved. This is why guys don't get, you know, re-signed um, and, and that type of thing. And, and the opposite's it, true. These guys trade the chemistry away because, oh, they're one, you know, they're a 220 hitter. We don't need a 220. But yet they're the juice in the clubhouse or right. they can play everywhere or they don't care about their statistics. They can advance the runner. They can bring a guy home from third, but they get rid of those guys. And I'm talking about Jose Cardinal, the 1986 Royals, when they won the world series in 85, they get rid of juice. How do you get rid of Jose? Huh? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're right, man. You're Pete right. LeCock. How do you get rid those, of Peacock? those glue guys, those glue guys. This is all leading up to my finale on the Royals. I'm telling you, they are, underpicked by most people prognosticating about standings but not me not me even though i'm not going to opening day for the royals i'm going to opening day for the kid for the cubs my kids going to opening day for the royals 
There you have it. What? Um, How'd we do? Did we get through the, your your list? I've got rookie of the year that you weren't prepared for. No. Um, I think a Rosarina is a, a a good choice, and then this Willie Mays Hayes with the Pirates. That's the only thing good about the Pirates. So. Here's my question. Can you win rookie of the year on a team that wins 60 games? Because if you do come out of the blocks fast and seem like a rookie star, why pitch to them? You know? Well, I was just going to say, I mean, if the guy's putting up numbers, especially if you're a rookie, if you're putting up numbers, um, you can't, you can't uh, qualify or quantify the same as an MVP, you know, where to me, an MVP has got to come from a, a real contender. I've always believed that. Um, but rookie of the year, man, you're right. If you're, if you're putting up big numbers and, and your team is, is terrible, you know, kudos to you. Cause there's chances are you're finding every pitch and they're not pitching to you. So yeah, it's a clever term. Yeah. Have you well, used I'm, that I, I, I've been doing this for over an hour. I'm very clever. Tell me about before I let you go. Um, uh, cause I've got a rib, a uh, rib party to go to, um, before you go, your broadcast assignments with the Milwaukee Brewers will include several play-by-play games so that folks with MLB uh, Network can tune in to the home broadcast of the Brewers, or are you going to be on the road? Uh, they'll, technically. Be, they'll technically be road games because, um, you know, nobody, no announcers are traveling this year. So, But there are, are you- games that I'm doing, are, are um, and they're – I've got a, I've got like four the second week of the baseball season. And I think a, a couple of them are they Chicago. Against, uh, I can't remember who they're against. I think they're against. Um, oh, I can't remember. But anyway, I've got a few coming up. I'm not doing a ton, but I've got a few coming up. Okay. I think the second week. Well, gave. And I know it's all. I, I know that BA has a busy schedule, but the Cubs um, play the Brewers. I think. The uh, I'm going to the games on the sixth and the seventh at Wrigley. Yeah, I'm doing those games. Yeah, so I'm, no. doing, I'm doing the game on the sixth, the seventh, and so yeah, they're against the Cubs. And then the eighth is St. Louis's home opener. I'm doing that, and then the eleventh, I think, is the conclusion of that St. Louis. So, series. so let me ask this: Would would Fox or whatever the casino company is that's doing these games? Bally. Would Bally mind if you came and said, I've got an extra seat. You could do the Brewers play-by-play from behind home plate, and and Kay would be happy not to go. She would be so happy if you would broadcast from right down there at uh, at field level. Well, I'll um, you have I'll heavily consider that proposal <laughs> and um, and heavily probably uh, not consider that proposal. So oh, you know what? I'd run it up the flag, buddy, as they say in the broadcast world. <laughs> flag pole. Flag pole. All right. Well, we're going to let your flag just blow. <laughs> the You're on to the Bucks, then the Brewers. This has got to be a great time of the year for you, man. It's fun, man. It really is. I mean, the Bucks are playing, you know, really well. And um you know, because of the pandemic schedule for the NBA, their their season big time overlaps baseball right now. I mean, um, it, it's a month further in than what it normally is. So I'll, I'll be going back and forth. I'm guessing, you know, if the Bucks make a deep run in the playoffs, you know, well into June, maybe even July. Well, so you are, fun. I mean, you are to be commended, and you're 
uh, professional talent is rewarded as it should be to be doing both the Bucks and the Brewers. That's all the nice stuff I'm going to say, but you know, you earn your keep and you are a credit to your profession. Doesn't show up on the podcast, but you are a credit to your profession. <laughs> you are an awfully nice man, and that uh, doesn't show up on the podcast either. So <laughs> I'll tell you what, I might bring, I'm figuring we can get a, a bottle of wine from Brian Ward. Uh, I wonder if the, are they open yet? We oh, yeah. This I, was, I was just there the other night. They're, All right. So this will be a Wednesday. They're alive night. and well, which is good. So um, are you doing, you're not doing the play by play. You're doing the pregame and the postgame. So uh, when you come up, I'm doing pre and post. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'll get a ticket. I'll get on stuff up and get a ticket because I don't know what the protocols are for you having an attache. <laughs> but, but if you can get me in the ballpark, that really might. <laughs> I'm go. retired. There I don't have any money. All right. Uh, we'll talk later. <laughs> great job, man. That was fun. That was fun. Good predictions. You buried the Cubs, but not quite below the Pirates. So that'll be good. And um, <laughs> yeah, doing Bobby Denier is going to come on on Monday. And then we'll be back with Craig Kashan. So as soon as Craig can work out his busy schedule, you know, we might only. You might have to cut back to 15 minutes, but people want to hear from you, co-host. We'll do it. Whatever right, you buddy. say, boss. And custard. Got to have custard before the wine. We'll, we'll have it all, man. You, you just got to trust me on this. We got it all. And I'm going to segue right now. So for the lighter side of baseball, this is Craig Kashan and Jamie Retzke wishing you all a good, happy night. If you're on the golf course, hit them straight. And what a show we had, folks. We hope you enjoyed Craig Kashan. He's always such a pleasure to have on. You know, he's uh, he's kind of hesitant to buy into this co-hosting, but he still, I think he likes it. We got to see his wife a little bit. We got to see Craig's, all his predictions. And, you know, it doesn't surprise me that he predicted that the uh, National League Central would go to his Milwaukee Brewers. That didn't surprise me. He... Um, Summarizing his picks, I think I picked uh, the Cardinals to win the division, and he picked the Brewers to win the division. And uh, I think that only time will tell. 162 days worth of time. Woo-hoo-hoo. Just to recap, in the National League Central, he picked the uh, crew to finish first. I picked the cards. He picked the cards to finish second. I picked the crew. So... We flip-flopped on that one, as we did on many. Then he's got the Reds, the Cubs, and the Pirates. I have the Cubs, the Reds, and the Pirates. So, you know, that's basically the same. In the leading division, the National League East, he picked the Mets, the Marlins, the Braves, the Phillies, and the Nationals. I picked the Braves, Mets, Phillies, Marlins, Nationals. Now, for you folks that can remember that and recite what I just said, I will give you a free uh, season ticket to... Uh, you know, some racetrack that shut down. Anyway, anyway, I hope you enjoyed, Craig. That was a fun time. Uh, we'll be back next week with Bobby Dernier, and we'll be talking a little bit about baseball, the opening day, how it went, how cold it was at Wrigley. And until then, Jamie Redskin on the lighter side of baseball saying, rip it down the middle, folks, if you're out on the golf course and if you're at a ballpark, get a dog and tell me how you liked it. 
Until then, have a good day.